Hello and welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we're going to talk about, as we're calling it, Survivor. Meh. That's all I have to say about it, really. So yeah. let's get into it. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Enforcer, the Human Wrestling Database, that one sexy angle, Corey Mack. I got a heat with you, Joe. You, oh, made, me, you made me watch Survivor Series. So now, don't can, look at me. So we can talk oh, about don't it. Don't look here. at Oh, jeez. And, um, whew, God damn. <laughs> it's Survivor, man. And the ch chosen one, my people. Um, I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. Did you watch it? See, that's why. I was like, I got heat with both of you. Because I, I knew you were going to watch it, it. And I knew I had to talk about it. I watched it. Well, so my. You, you, my cock. cock didn't work. Your cock didn't work. You couldn't get you it know on. Sounds like I a stayed person. by it. Yeah. And then I forgot about the gimmick, to be Sounds honest. Sounds like a personal. I completely forgot about the gimmick. Yeah. But yeah, I was. So I was trying to work with my cock, and it, it didn't work. So I did. He consulted. It was flaccid. So let's. You, uh, you called one of them numbers you can call now and get stuff sent to your door? And, I went to. And uh, it's in a discreet brown box that you I went know. to agw.com, and it just it didn't work. Mm. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. That's a damn shame. So let's talk about Survivor Series 2022 as uh, Triple H is flaunting it as being the highest grossing Survivor Series of all time and most viewed. I so, so they keep touting the um, live gate numbers mm-hmm. because they're raising ticket prices. Mm-hmm. They go hand in hand together. That's why Royal Rumble is two months from now and it's already the most... Uh, yeah, uh, it's the highest live it's gate, the highest ever, live gate ever for them. Tickets are like twice the price they usually are. Yeah, and uh, most viewed. I mean, I don't buy it. I they usually because uh, this like one championship, which is like a C level MMA promotion, always touts they have like and he like the owner is like we got a a billion and a half views because he's counting all the people who potentially. Could have watched even a second of it. Not they, that they did, but that's what they're counting. Like well, they clicked on the info and like, oh, that's a view. Or if they logged on the Peacock. Yeah. I was just gonna ask, isn't the fact that they're on Peacock now? Yes. I mean, it's it's a bit of a. Mm-hmm. It's it's not quite the same. According to the WWE, the event sold fifteen thousand six hundred and nine tickets. What's uh, regular attendance? For the uh, Where for Boston TD Garden, TD, TD Garden, it's probably eighteen nineteen. It's a, it's a full size NBA arena. Uh, hockey attendance fifteen sixty oh nine, and then quotation disputed. Uh, attendance here for uh, if you were in a normal, come on, we heard they had ninety two thousand there. That was weird. A basketball arena, uh, when it's basketball, it's nineteen thousand. Yeah. For hockey, yeah. it's seventeen, and then concerts about. 20. Well, the reason I'm asking is because like not only do you have the stage cut off, but there's two rings. So I want to make sure they're not totally kayfabe in that number there. Like, there's so many less seats available because of the two rings. I got a bone to pick with this fucking setup too. The, uh, oh, I got a bone to pick with them about it. Yeah, you know, you know, we just talked about how they uh, up the figures because like the event set up for it was for thirteen thousand forty-two paid seats with forty tickets still available just hours before the event. According to Triple H, they kept opening up more seats until they reached maximum capacity with the staging configuration. Well, you can definitely tell Triple H is back in charge when they fucking 
pay whatever exorbitant amount they had to pay to get Ozzy Osbourne to do the opening of the show. Ozzy with the Osbourne. Not to mention yeah. using Black Sabbath for the music. <laughs> like We know where his extra budget is going to be. In then he metal does, music. Then he does yep. the uh, post... Con- the 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 uh, interviews after you know the no fights the scrum no scrum no media no media scrum afterwards and with the you know uh, so let's get into it uh, they do it what a two hour long pre show how many matches zero I cannot believe they don't even get matches anymore I can't even they believe did, like, that shit they did in a, like an hour long the bump. Their show, and then they did an hour-long pre-show you within the arena. Can't count bump as a pre-show. Are there matches in the arena for no. the people? No, no. They just because sit the, there for two. Yeah, fucking Yeah, because hours? the yeah. announcers are in the arena doing yeah. the pre-show. Like so they, they watch the highlights on the. Oh my god! The same video packages they show during the pay-per-view before each match. Yeah. Are just shown on the kickoff with no live action. Why would you go to a? Why would WWE you go to a WWE pay-per-view premium live event ever? Because. Right? You're going to be bored out of your fucking mind. You're going to watch the same video packages sometimes three times. And now you're going to be paying six times the normal price to do it. Yeah. I would feel fucking cheated Hard if pass. I went to this show. Yeah, plus you're in Boston. Who the fuck wants to be there? Apparently not Aaron Judge. Ooh, there it is. Ew. Got him. Uh, so, yeah, no pre-show matches. Not like they used to do with, like, NXT when they would cut away and do the packages and stuff like that. So let's... They would do the match... During that, you know. So let's talk about that, because we have very much the two sides of the spectrum here. With AEW, you get, like, a long pay-per-view and multiple matches. You get four matches or at least three long ones on a pre-show. You're loaded. They try to get everybody on. Mm -hmm. On the plus side, you get a two-hour talking pre-show here, and then five matches on a card that was only only a half-hour shorter than AEW's on screen time. Yeah. Not, I'm not talking the pre-show. I'm talking the actual pay-per-view. Yep. Started at five, ended around this, eight. AEW's was yeah. four. This one was three and a half. Yeah. Five matches, and you have so many big names that you paid big money to bring back. None of them were on this show. You could have done another three and a half hour pay-per-view with the guy sitting catering. Now, I know, like, there's got to be a happy medium somewhere. <laughs> like... like- not everybody needs to be on every card, but some people can be on the card. Some people can be there. Right? I mean, you're allowed to have people wrestle. I, yeah. It's it's a weird time for pay-per-view. Like, they they can't figure it out. It's that crazy thing of the fact that back years ago, WWE would be the one going, we got to try and get everybody on this pay-per-view. How do we do it? Example, WrestleMania. Let's do that. WrestleMania. We're going to do the Andre the Giant uh, Battle Royal. That's no longer a damn thing. We did the the women. Uh, we'll do the uh, the uh, May Young one year. Now it's like, all right, you know, no one's on. Not everybody's going to be on. You can go old school even over that. Uh, WWF back in the day for WrestleManias. 14 fucking matches for four, five, six. Still only three and a half. Same time frame as this pay-per-view. It was three and a half hours, but you got 14 matches on that fucking thing. At least back then... Because they were, they, they got pay per view payoffs. Yeah, and if they, they don't, if, do if the anymore. match got yeah, cut, so. they got paid still. So, mm-hmm. so let's go to our first match of Survivor. Meh. Uh, it's the Women's War Games, as it War was Team Bel Air, Bianca, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, and Becky Lynch defeating Team Bailey of Damage Control, uh, Nikki Cross, and Rhea Ripley in 39 minutes and 40 seconds. 
Has have they never watched war games? I ask I, this because I mean, even the NXT ones, which were better than these, yeah. did, but they were also exceedingly masturbatorially long. You know, you watched a lot of WCW. Yeah. Once everybody was in the ring, and the war games itself actually started, got to the finish. Five minutes and yeah, it's, it's fucking done. Because they're here, like getting their shit behind for like twenty five yeah, minutes already. Here, everybody gets in the ring and you go another twenty goddamn minutes. I was like, <sighs> yeah. Uh, I mean, shout out to my boo, my goddess, Rhea Ripley, Nikki doing Cross. Oh. pull ups <laughs> behind a locked cage. I mean, you just give me an isolated camera to that. that. I'm fine with that. That got that. My paper was done. Oh, she knows what she's doing with those outfits, man. She knows what oh. she's doing. It's just that it's that uh, Sandlot thing. She knows what she's doing. I'm guessing that it's part of a storyline, undoubtedly to put her in uh, many storylines with Alexa. I'm sure it's a storyline to put her back with Bray, but she looked like she was bored out of her fucking mind to be there the entire fucking 40 minutes. Um, Even when they won and they got their hands raised, she looked (laughs) like she'd rather be in a fuck in fucking Auschwitz. I mean, this this thing was what the hell, and this match was bad. And I don't mean bad as in the worst I've ever seen, but it was so fucking boring. It was so long. There, it's in WWE. You know what loves coming. to use their weapons and they suck. Well, and that, they're boring the, and they're not good. And you know what? Maybe if they didn't book both fucking matches exactly like that, it wouldn't have been so bad this night. Because you know, it's the you also didn't need two. The heels got the advantage in this first one. The heels got advantage in the first one. As they should. As they in should. every War Games match. But, That's why this one was better. But what we're going to do is this. Um, we're going to start the first two. Next one comes in. Fourth one comes in. Oh, we're bringing weapons. Fifth one comes in. We're bringing more weapons. Are they bad workers? Is this generation? Serious question. Is this generation just full of bad workers? Are they incapable of wrestling a match without some sort of fucking gimmick. Going 40 minutes. Well, yeah. Can they not just... In this company... Is it impossible to do? In this company, they've never been given that option. Like, <sighs> Look how many times in the last year, Bianca and Bailey have just been thrown into gimmick matches that are just letting them fucking wrestle. They've yet to company, have a one-on-one. Yeah. This company refuses to let them try. Yeah. We have no... They, they might be good workers. We have no fucking idea. We had a... Because they have to rely on outside bullshit and interference and weapons because they can't figure it out. It's like... And... Th- Spot fest here, folks. Like the response to this match of like uh, EO Sky doing her uh, the corner turnbuckle knees to the face, you know, that she lifts herself up above on the top turnbuckle and then falls down in the face. Uh, she slipped, <laughs> she goes all the way up and then falls onto the cage, goes back up again, gets caught on the like second turnbuckle somehow. And like at that point, I'm like, just walk away. Well, you can set but your has hit that spot. you can set your clock to the fact that she's going to jump up to the middle of the cage and do a blind moonsault onto two people's wrists as they're kind of holding hands in the middle. <laughs> yeah, because um, that's happened in Every. four war games now. I mean, it's not her fault. She's not the one fucking setting up the match. They're telling them the spots to do because the workers can't even be afforded that luxury here half the time. Because she does that. Nikki does. I'll say this: I did like the since the chaotic Nikki Cross character it's much better than nikki ass i did like i did like the f- part in the match where she just sits on top of the top turnbuckle and just smiles and just like everyone you know the commentary's like what the hell is she doing she's, she's just that part there. was nice i yeah. didn't like the fact where her and alexa spent eight minutes putting handcuffs, handcuffs on each other yeah that didn't help 
and then the fact that you, you would think I would, and I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't no. enjoyable. And, and, then, uh, and the fact that the handcuffs were so big that you could just see them go like, oh, like I Alexa just, could have just. Alexa was holding it on her wrist because her arms are so small; they were yep. just falling off. Yeah, I've, trust me, I know it's a problem. <laughs> how did you? How did you get around that? Bubblegum. I mean, checks out. We got to check with Braun too. Uh, I mean, even when Rhea eventually got in the ring, like she was just like, I guess I'll do my big spots, and then. She laid there for ten minutes after she got whatever happened to her. Uh, but yeah, I but then trend like, in these matches. But and the fact that like I'm watching the match and it's like good brother forums. Who, who, who? It was, it was Bianca and somebody <laughs> else. Gallows was in the house. He could have coached him. Could have. God damn. Bianca did a spot and it was just like, what? Like it was like her and Eo and just like you. They're in the turnbuckle and in the corner. Like you can just clearly hear them. Like okay, step back. Cause she, like Bianca does like a backflip over one. Like it's like one of those things that like. You can hear them calling the match, and it's just like, move back, move back, or something. Just like, also, there, there is nobody in this match who can lead a group like this. There isn't a, and as good as Becky and Bailey, like, they can't lead this many people into a match. Like, this is nonsense. You know who I actually argue could have? Sasha. She was the rock for all those early women's rumbles. Um, yeah. So she could have done it. But I think. I think if she's planning to come back to this company, she needs to get up and go because uh, she waits till Mania. Uh, that crowd just may not give a fuck. The crowd it, cared. The crowd cared tonight. To later, Boston. later on, Boston. Yeah, but like so, in mo- one match, uh, yeah. my, my bone to pick real quick with this this whole setup. I like my war games to be dangerous. Yeah, it's a, it's a dangerous match. I like a new dangerous fight. You know what I don't like? Them covering up the opening in between the two rings. Fuck yeah. that shit, dude. Everything has to look so Fuck that shit. fucking corporate and clean and stylized. You should have to like struggle to get from ring to ring. I, I rem- know. Go ahead. I remember fucking Dusty Rhodes pile driving Barry Windham's head between those two fucking rings and him being stuck in there doing those little weird little leg kicky thingy. God. I do, mean, you, do you think I the answer going to be no? Because do you think were would we ever see War games as war games nope. in the, no 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 God no just AEW's version the blood and yeah. guts that's the closest you'll get because this is the clean sanitized okay. safe WWE version that Vince approved of and then Triple H let's be honest that he approves right. of obviously too because he could change that shit now and this the, you know this, you know what this looks like oh, we're gonna talk about it later what he could be doing war games in WCW especially in the beginning look like oh fuck people are gonna bleed and we're gonna settle a score now. When this pay-per-view opened and they dropped that down, the only thought I had was, wow, that looks like it'll sell a lot of uh, sets when your action figures are ready. You know what I mean? You know one thing I did not like? There's just one? There's more. Okay. But one of the things the that annoyed me, the one that annoyed me is the new, their, their new ring announcer. Oh, she's terrible. Plain terrible. She yeah. is horrific. I normally don't notice stuff like that, but I noticed it. And I, people on social media have been... Beyond rude. I mean, terrible about it. Your ring announcers shouldn't be noticed. They should just like affect because especially for the TV crowd, like you shouldn't notice them because she she does. She only notice them when they're bad because she like does Michael a, Buffer. She tries to do a deep voice and it just does not sound good. She's not good, but I will say people on social media need to calm down. Some of the stuff I read were was to, to be honest. A little upsetting yeah. to someone who's jaded as it is. I was like, damn, dude, she's just announcing wrestling matches. 
I will say, she's not, girl, she's not drowning kittens on live TV. Hopefully, you get a little better with practice, with time. I'll give you a chance. And those fucking people out there on social media can fuck off and die, dude. Because yeah. my God, one guy wanted her like uterus removed because he didn't like the way she announced the winner of a match. I mean, it's in the right country. For I was like, fucking yeah. hell. We're getting towards that, I think. <sighs> you keep doing you and getting better. Yeah. This match, however, didn't get better. Becky with the. Uh, we had three. We, we had three moves from the top of the cage. Ego's yeah, I would like not salt, take that leg drop. Uh, Nikki's mm. crossbody and then uh, Becky's double leg drop mm-hmm. against like two people through a table, through a table. Hard pass because there's no way to not take that where it doesn't fucking kill you. There's no way to take that move. I wouldn't want to do it. And there, did you? People online are mentioning this, but I just meh. The bliss. After the match, that maybe Bliss looked at them funny, and everyone's going like, "Is this storyline, or is it she just bored?" She's probably just like, "What the oh, fuck?" Storyline. They're turning. She's going to become all zombie-like and become brazen. Mm-hmm. It's a storyline. Because I got news for you. if you're out there and you're looking that fucking bored when you just want a war games match, you're trying to get fired. You're pulling a Gail Kim because that shit. They don't go for that shit. Shout out to the goat. Right, okay. they don't go for that shit. That the way she was acting, so that's got to be storyline driven. And this was—I'm sorry, but this just wasn't very good. Now I, I gave it three and a quarter. They all tried, um, and this is disappointing because there's a lot of good talent in that the, match. That's a that's what's really disappointing about it. That's the overarching theme of my WWE reviews: is like the talent's great, everything around the talent, the direction, the way they're booked, the way the storylines are being driven is all so bad that it detracts from it. It's like, it's not the fault of the workers. They went out there and busted their ass, did the best they could. Um, I liked I thought Dakota Kai looked good. I thought uh, Rhea did a good job as the power bitch. Um, you know, Bianca was solid as hell. Bailey did fine. No one was bad. It's just... How they booked it. How they booked it. And yeah, uh, you want to call because you know people who know me know that I'm not. But you don't need to have a woman's match all the time when you have a gimmicks. You can. I get the rumble. You want to do a women's rumble every year? I get it. That's fun. Do it. You don't have to do. It's a hard to fuck up a rumble match. It's just kind of dumb fun. You don't have to have a women's Money in the Bank. You don't have to have a women's War Games match. You could alternate it every year. Yeah. One year is women's. One year is men's. If you really want to do that. Because then your pay-per-view is just built around the one match. Or you can just not, for the most part. Is there really ever a need for a War Games women's match, really? No. But, but, again, but, but I mean, there's, fairness, almost no, there's almost no need for a men's one either. In all fairness, so. there wasn't a need for a men's one this time <laughs> <You> either. <know. laughs> and I actually think we'll get to it later. I actually think the men's would have been way more interesting as a five-on-five elimination. With where do your where do your loyalties lie? But we'll get to that later. Because we have a yeah, because Survivor Series guys, no Survivor Series. Well, here's because it's Survivor Series War Games. Triple H is a savior, and he's you know he's here to save us all from terrible wrestling. Thank God he's here. But uh, he had the nerve to say that he thinks that the five on five elimination is an example of something that's passe and bored with fans, uh, which you could make a point. Some fans don't like him. That's fine. However, so I thought I wanted to switch it up and not do something uh, gimmick related. Um, war games. Two war games matches. Uh, <laughs> like, so my question to you, Corey, you would know this. When was the last time they had a five on five Survivor Series match? Two thousand. Oh, I can't remember. To be honest, 
I blank on the on the pandemic era um, pay per views, so I couldn't tell you what happened in twenty twenty. I can do. I didn't. I think two thousand eighteen or two thousand nineteen might have been the last time there was a five on five. Did they do one last year? Was Survivor Series twenty twenty one? We uh, five on five Survivor yeah. Series elimination okay. match. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. I couldn't remember if they did one last year. Because see, it's and then, always... the, then the rest is the entire night are champions versus champions. So they were still doing the Raw versus it's SmackDown bragging thing. rights, right? Yeah. yeah, it's not Survivor Series. Survivor Series is weird shit together. For a fun night of wrestling, it's not so really you, supposed to be storyline. You, you want to know, except uh, for the title match. You want so we're gonna eliminate the Team Raw, Team SmackDown, right? Like, you want me to see if I can find like a one of those like five randos? Well, no, because they haven't done that since you the know. brand split. So you're gonna have to go back to like 2015 for that. Okay. And in 2015, they didn't have one because that was the tournament for a new champion and the Undertaker's 20 something anniversary. Year 2020 was his anniversary. No, 2015 was too. They did oh, brothers he, of disruption. Oh, he's Sorry, on it's the, a Wyatt family. 2020 was his masturbatory. I'm gonna retire here. Oh, yeah, 20, uh, 2020 is again Team Raw team. That 2019 yeah, is the, team uh, NXT is the three the yeah, battle of brands. I'm telling you, 16 on is all yeah. brand supremacy. Okay. It's 2014 was the last time they would have had anything that's uh, and, 2015. Was, and even in this company, it's not random. It's storyline. Yeah. It's always. The five people have there's an issue on the other team with somebody. It's not just like now that should be John Cena and now that Ray should Jordan be the captain's truth. You know what I mean? I could see the captains having a few, but the other four people on your team should just be fucking random as shit. I know what I did. I came home uh, from the family mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving, and it was early enough, and I was like, you know, what I'm watching Survivor Series '88. Uh, I didn't plan it. I love that one. So that's why I picked it. I didn't plan the fact that that one happened the exact same date as Thanksgiving was. Nice. It's just my favorite Survivor Series from that old school era. And I watched the whole thing and I fucking loved it. Yeah. It was just fun. Rando teams. You're, you're 2014, it's Team Cena versus Team uh, Authority. Authority. And then like Team Natalia versus Team Page. 2007, like, 8, 9. Those are the really weird, like. Thrown together like here you go, fucking like That's what, what it, the hell? Like it's weird. Like the Survivor Series is the one night where it could just be random weird matches, and it still be a big floor because it was such a weird. I think it was two thousand nine. Weird. Christian's the only white guy on the team. And yeah, the, I'm. A, and, those and they're promos. In the, they're in the back, and they're all talking about how they're gonna win, and Christian's looking all sheepish, and they're like, "What's going on, dude?" And he's like, "Well, I didn't want to say anything, but it's it's kind of awkward." And they're like, "Oh." Oh, you mean you're the only Canadian on the team? He's like, yeah, I'm the only Canadian. But he's just the only white guy on the yeah. damn team. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's uh, Christian. Yeah. Uh, our next match, though, for Survivor Series 2022. What was three and a half? Is that what you said? Three and a quarter. Three and a quarter. Three and a quarter. Uh, AJ Styles defeats Finn Balor in 18 minutes and 25 seconds. It was all right. It was perfectly fine. It was. They they're both past their prime, but not to the effect of Luger on Thunder. <laughs> like, well, I mean, they can both work still. It's just not like their match at TLC in 2017. I can't remember what I gave it, but that had to be a four plus. It was it was awesome. They were both higher, hitting on all cylinders. This was just a step down. If Flair Sting in '90 was four and a half stars, this this was Flair and Sting in '95 on Nitro. Still good. Still not nothing to nothing to complain about, nothing to bitch about. Both had their working boots on, just not as good as five years ago. 
Um, why not just do another team match? Right, you you, you <laughs> got it right there. You have you have AJ, you have you have AJ and the OC two groups, <laughs> which I honestly thought they were going to because the lead up was that Rhea kept beating up Luke Gallows, and you know they don't hit women on for the WWE if men don't hit women. So it's like, who can we get to fight? You know, you got to like, sacrifice them for the women's war games. She's yeah. the one that it would make sense with, though. And uh, I think it's they're, they're afraid to put Dominic in the ring I, for so, good reason. Well, that's right. He beat up Ray on Thanksgiving. And, and when Luke Gallows is on the other team and you don't want to put Dom in the match, mm. I love me some suntan biker man, but uh, but goddamn. Mm. You know what I mean? Goddamn, like, pal. But, no, we, but, the o, but the OC and uh, Dom and Priest got into it and they fought through the crowd. There's a motherfucker being wasted in this. Damien Priest. Yeah. My God. I don't even think, like, because I don't watch the weekly stuff. All right. He's not wrestling on the weekly stuff either. I'm trying to remember, besides I know they had a six-man in uh, Saudi Arabia. I don't know if I've seen Damian Priest even wrestle this week here. I, I want to say he had a match against AJ like a month so, ago, but that's about it. Hell. I also learned that for first match. I was like, is this Rhea's first match like in nine months? <laughs> Seems like it. Because she never wrestles either. It's She's AD, always outside because uh, they can't. It's always the dude wrestling. It's I actually AD. think that's helped her. Yeah? Yeah, it helps her stand out. She's been working on character stuff, China and Sable and Trisha. They always were more over because they had they had that stuff as well. They weren't just wrestlers. So I actually think that's low key helped her. This is AJ's first ma- uh, win at a pay per view in ten months. <laughs> yeah, that's no he he he's he is straight up in putting over mode. Um, mm. I God bless uh, Michael Cole. He he got his Wikipedia out, started giving us the history of New Japan Pro Wrestling. There's fucking match. He did <laughs> like about how uh, did he say New Japan. Oh he, yes. he said Bullet Club. He said Bullet Club, New Japan, Tokyo Dome, Ooh. Kushida, Kushida, uh, the, the tag team Kushida had with Devitt. So Prince, uh, Prince Devitt. Dev- the fact that Devitt started Bullet Club and then AJ took it over, and then and they de uh, facto he became uh, leader. So they did all of this, and they're still going to like go through the motion of just calling them the OC instead of just call. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Kill me. Oh, they're, they're new, new Japan ain't giving up that Bullet Club logo rights, like the trademark rights. That's, <laughs> that's like half that's their money. Still making that's money. Half their money. Yeah. But no, yeah, they uh, uh, Cole Wikipedia. Uh, you know, even Cole, uh, Graves even mentioned, "Hey, Wikipedia is your friend, huh, Cole?" <laughs> Thanks, Graves. <laughs> what a douche. I was a, I was gobsmacked. I'm just sitting there with my mouth open as he went on like a two minute New Japan History diet. Yeah, track. right. I was like, I was wait, like, wait, what now? And we just kept going. I was like, fucking he, hell. he even mentioned uh, the tag team. Like, oh, he started New Japan as a tag team. Oh yeah, uh, with uh, Kushida, um, Apollo Fifty Five. Yeah, they call uh, they called that out, and yeah. then it's just like, what is happening? Here? I'm like, holy fuck, Jesus! And then what Anderson just, and Gallows what if he was just part of the group. Knew it. Huh? What if he just knew it? You're thinking about that. It's possible. I mean, it's possible. Anything's possible, but since he's been in this company since '97, I doubt it. But yeah, uh, he went he on that. Like the crazy underground tape trader. Like, yeah. New Japan he's the current day today. Like he's the current day. He's like the guy that I've been trading with, and I didn't even know. No him. idea. That'd be amazing. God damn. Yeah. Uh, for me, this match was it was okay. Like there was nothing too ooh and all about it. Like Finn came out a new mask. There you go. I actually think it it picked up the last half and uh, may finished. Fairly strong, I thought. I gave it three and a half. It was no. a fine match. Yeah. It was nothing. I mean, it's it's like it's the fact that you have two talented workers in the in the ring. You, you just don't it, you don't see this in wrestling either company in North America much anymore. 
two solid veterans getting time and just putting on a solid as fuck wrestling match. Yep. Nothing super spectacular about it, but no fucking flaws either. Just a straight as you can have it, professionally wrestled wrestling match. We could use more of it, to be honest. God, and the other company that would be like Christian and somebody. Like it wouldn't Christian you know, and get like five Dax stars. Dax or like or, you yeah. could just have a three and a half to four star just good as fuck yeah. wrestling match. Or, you know, we might get it this Wednesday. Brian Danielson and Dax Harwood. Yeah. That's probably the closest you'll get in that Jesus company. Christ. Yeah, that's on dynamite just for fun of it. Fuck. Because why not, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, Dax is definitely losing. But, you know, well, Dax. let's see, uh, Corey, if this agrees, you know, as you're saying, we're a good old-fashioned wrestling match. That Our next a- match is for the uh, WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. It's Ronda Rousey, who is currently trending to be fired, versus Shot- uh, defeats Shotzi in 7.15. And I timed this because I said it was going to be under four minutes. It should have been. And it was not. It so, needed to be. Shotzi doesn't have her last name back yet. She's still just, no, Shotzi. just Shotzi. Just Shotzi. Okay. And I, the, here's the thing. I didn't like this. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. This sucks. I'm going to chat you, I'm gonna chat you <laughs> up chat here. Chat me up. Uh, so they do this whole promo about this was two weeks ago. Like three weeks ago, she wins the Battle Royal. And it's like the top of the best of the SmackDown roster. Liv Morgan, who should have been in this match. Ver, uh, Liv, Shotzi, uh, Zia Lee. They um, cut Lacey Evans out of Lacey the mothballs. Lacey Evans. Natalia, there's your five. There's your five in this fatal five way to determine the winner. It, it was it was a five way, and Shotzi wins. And then all of a sudden, Shotzi and Raquel Gonzalez, Gonzalez, Consuelos, Guerrero, yeah, Hernandez, Hernandez, um, they become what tag is- teams. And then on last on Friday night, they break her arm. Now it's personal, but Shotzi still comes out in her fucking tank. That does. I've been bullied my entire life, but I've never had somebody back me up. But now you hurt my friend. You, you hurt my friend. Tank. Now it's personal. That and is your backup. Her tank now shoots pyro instead of a nerf. It's like the thing. third tag team you've been in in this company since you got here. Uh, <laughs> Raquel, because uh, she was part of not Dakota when it was they like made Shotzi the and Tegan Knox, and then it was Shotzi and someone else. It was Shotzi, Tegan, and then now this. Hey. But then Raquel was with. Uh, Aaliyah, who they're not putting on TV because they well, don't want to... Producer's favorite wrestler, yeah. Aaliyah. Because they don't want to feed her to people. <laughs> I was she like, Jesus, so, that's rude. She's so bad. Um, you know what sucks about this, too? Because um, Ronda Rousey sucks. Yes. But the idea of a tag team with her and Shayna Baszler is fucking awesome. That is a kick-ass fucking tag team. It, they should just get rid of her as a singles and do that. Except for how they appear to be using her. I, again, I don't watch TV. Weekly, but what the how the video looked and how they acted today? It's like it's like Rhonda can't be bothered and and she's just her muscle. Like she needed a yeah. diesel all of a sudden because she was worried about Shotzi. Like and it's just like mm, they no. could legitimately just be two badass women. Fucking, but that's not just that's not how it, running through the locker room. Not how it grave. comes across because like, like the first time they they introduced that they're working together is. Shotzi cuts a promo backstage saying how, uh, you know, she's going to stand up to Ronda. And then Baszler shows up. He's like, what are you going to say? You know, I'm going to stand up. He's like, say it to her face. And then she turns around and then Baszler puts her in a sleeper hold. All I'll say. Oh, good. Like, like, what if they just had them run through the locker room for about three months? And then that's when Naomi and Sasha come back. And they're the conquering heroes. 
It's not a bad. You're welcome, idea. Paul. It's there you go. Go ahead and take that with it. Go and take that with you. Just do give me credit. Just do give me credit. No, this match was bad. All I'll say was that I. Yeah, one star. It was a bad match. I gave it one star. Jesus. <laughs> during, the match, good, during the match, the producer asked me, he's like, and Booble, you might know more. If Ronda decided to break your ankle, could she? Yeah. Uh, in less than 10 seconds. She yeah, would have made a better match. She could rip her knee to shreds and shots would never walk again. Okay. Because, I will say this. Because like the producer, producer's like, could Ronda, like, if she just snapped, could she just yeah, destroy her within seconds? I'm like, 100%. I think so. I bought many of every where I watched her do just that. Well, don't yeah. we need to see that version of her to, to make this worth a shit? Yes. Because that's definitely not what we're getting. I will say, like, I don't know what they're paying her per year on this. Too but much. I mean, she needs to be arrested for petty theft. Uh, she she should be paying them the money back. Uh, because, that, again, Shotzi's not a great wrestler. I give her credit. She has a good look that's different and unique from everybody, so it makes her stand out. So she's doing her job. But she's not that great of a wrestler. But I'm not even certain she was the worst worker in this match. Hmm. So have fun with that. Thanks, Rhonda. It was terrible. When's that contract up? Soon, hopefully. Jesus. Hmm. Triple H is like looking around at his like his like budget. He's like, I cannot wait till I get all of this shit off the of payroll. My God. Like, yeah. I will say this though. He's I want to get back other, to it. Because he's looking at that other list of everybody that was retired, fired the last two years. I'll make he's the got, joke. I got to bring back eighteen thousand people still. I'll make the joke about people <laughs> bring up you know joking Kevin Dunn. I will say this: some of the aerial shots of the chamber matches look cool. They yeah. did the, they did war the, games. The, yeah, war games. They did the like air like the old like on top shot, and then they had like the <laughs> pan. So here's the thing. WWE has always had great camera shots. They just, they just, they just go back. No, they, they just go back and forth between 400 times. Yeah. So you can't enjoy them. That's true. Uh, our next match, a true threat match for the Play WWE up. United States Championship. Savio has, Vega. You know, you know, the king. I know he should be. Austin Theory defeats Seth Franklin Rollins and Bobby Lashley to win the United States Championship in 14 minutes and 50 seconds. And then after Trevor H took his, 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 he took his flowers for... Successfully recreating Austin Theory, and uh, you guys were all doom and gloom after that first week. I'm like, he ain't over, dude. Yep. This didn't just say, yeah, he attacked a bunch of people, then fluked into a win here. That didn't make him over again. All you did was fuck over the U.S. title. Rollins had a two week reign. You screwed Theory's uh, whole career trajectory up with the next week, and then Lashley. he loses it again, and then you screwed Lashley down here, and now it's just back to Theory. And he means nothing. Sorry, you, you you failed backwards again. Like this is not. It's not. And like, here's the thing: if you don't see something in him, fine. You're the dude. It's your fucking company. You don't have to. You I, can kick. You tell him to kick fucking rocks. I think he does see something in him. I think his idea was to get that briefcase off him anyway. And then I think he's been indoctrinated in the Vince McMahon thought process that doesn't matter how you do it, just do it. In the next week, they'll forget about it. And they'll see the new version, and that's all that really matters. We talked about that when he took over. I was like, yeah, like there was hope theoretically, but like everything he knows, he learned from Vince. Yeah, what's gonna be different? And that's so like they that's don't, what he knows. Vince, Vince legitimately thought the the viewing audience was stupid, mm-hmm. so it didn't well, I mean, matter. They, they watch wrestling, so of yeah. course they're stupid. Yeah, thank you. But it doesn't matter. All that matters is the new theory you see now with a beard, and he's got the belt again, so he's important. Hey, uh, on uh, Raw, uh, the beginning of the match, uh, starting the show, was uh, Mia Yim versus Rhea Ripley. 
ends in a no DQ mat, ends in a DQ, and now at the main event would be a eight person tag. So you couldn't have done that Survivor Series. Play the OC and the M versus Judgment Day. You couldn't. Uh, um, three and a quarter stars. I see people are growing like four stars on this fucking match. I get three and a quarter. It was fine. People. Lashley's wasted. Rollins is wasted in this. And they they're there's talk now. They don't plan on getting either belt off Roman anytime super soon. So they're going to make the US title the belt on Raw that everybody goes after. Well then why just give Rollins a two week run and yeah. go back to theory? Rollins is Rollins. the main guy. He's obviously the main dude on that channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make it important. Then build, I don't know, build theory up for longer than two fucking weeks, and maybe it'll mean something when he wins. I don't know. Hey, you know. Hey, hey. I know that I'm not in the business, and I'm not. Well, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, we don't really believe that, Corey. We always know you're calling spots. We always, we, we always know it. Well, it depends on what show you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the main event then. Men's oh, let's. war games. 38 minutes and 30 seconds. Wait, it was a minute shorter than the women's match? Yes, sir. Christ. As the bloodline, Roman, Sammy, Solo, and the Usos, with Paul Heyman, defeat the brawling brutes, Sheamus, Ridge, uh, Butch, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens with the dedication to... Uh, I love the bionic elbow shirt on Kevin bionic Owens. Bionic elbow, Dusty red Rhodes. elbow pad, wearing jeans. Yep. He was he was dustied up. Uh, probably the only one in the match that realized Dusty and created the fucking match. Um... Again, before we move on about the match, again, uh, Wikipedia Cole. Oh, yeah. Wikipedia Cole was all out in Crockett history this time. Brings up Crockett history. Brings up uh, Sting and his uh, team uh, versus the Horsemen with J.J. Dillon. Now, I'm actually upset. Oh, hold on. Uh, you got a little mixed up in there. Um, I'm actually upset. Good job, Joe. Well, no, idiot. no, because he mentioned both. He mentioned yeah, the first he, ever war games yeah. with the Four Horsemen, and then he mentioned Sting's squadron you know, against yeah. the Dangerous Alliance. C minus. Yeah. Uh, but I'm surprised that they didn't mention this in the, and they might have, I don't watch SmackDown. Did Paul Heyman at any point, did they make a light of the fact that Paul Heyman has experience in war games uh, they and brought can help that, the tribal chief? They brought that up in the pre-show. They brought, of course, what's his nuts, Rosenbaum brought it up about, they said that, uh, I get, they were saying that, you know, the bloodline went out to dinner and Paulie, uh. It should have been on Disgusted. SmackDown a couple weeks previous. Like, like Roman could have made it. Don't worry, we have a plan. You know, the wise man has experience in war games. Mm-hmm. We're working on strategy. It'll be fine. No, nothing. So, like that. And so throughout the whole night, by the way, we get commercials, which is bullshit. But then we get backstage segments here of the bloodline of can they trust Sammy? Sammy, because can they coexist? Can they co? Can Jay and Sammy? Coexist because codes. on because on SmackDown Kevin Owens talks to Sammy while Jey Uso is behind the the door listening in, and then he tells Roman the next day saying, "Hey, he was talking to Sammy. I mean, he was talking to Kevin. We can't trust him. We cannot trust him. He they're longtime friends. This, because this. he's white." And then Roman gave Sammy the third degree with the old stink eye. And then go get me Sammy. Sammy Tate, uh, Jay says you talked to Kevin. You lying? I did. I did. Why? Sam, Jay has a big match, tag match to get us uh, advantage. I didn't want to bother him on that. I want, you know. Well, I really didn't talk. Kevin talked to me the whole time. It's all well thought out. Yeah. It's, a, it's a wonderful storyline. I wish. 
I wish, well, I wish both companies would do this, but since we're talking about this one, I wish this company would give 10% of its attention to other storylines on the shows as well. Not just the big one. They're nailing the main storyline, and they have a history of really nailing the main storyline. Yep. While everything else doesn't make a fuckload of sense. Or matter. Or matter at all. It just, you know, but this is good. Mm-hmm. I just wish that just 10% of your attention to the rest of just please. Just. Well, I don't think it helps with the fact that, my joke is this, that the main storyline is Roman, right? Who has control of that storyline? Roman no. and Paul Heyman. Yeah. And if they don't like it, fuck you. We're not doing this, you know. Uh... While everybody else is, all right, who's well, the I mean, four writers that have to, you have to. But nobody else in that company has cachet like Roma. I mean, that's true. Know. Well, I mean, there's one guy. Video shows up every once in a while. Even less than, than Roman does. <laughs> you know. Um, but I'm pretty sure old Brocky there can pretty much do what the fuck you honestly, want. Honestly, have you heard the rumors about good old Brocky? The, the thing is, like, it's live TV. You can all do whatever you want. Yeah. What are yeah. going to do about it? So what, just do it. What the rumors match for. Cool. I'm all for it if they do uh, it. Yeah. Pussies. They fucking better do fucking it. do it. Brock versus Rhea? No, Brock, versus Brock and Gunther, Gunther at Mania. Give me what I want. They better fucking do it. No. No? No. Why? Because I want Brock versus Walter. That's true. I want That's this true. goddamn just... SS Captain horse shit. <laughs> Get God, rid of this goddamn nonsense. Gunther, as, Gunther. as Corey said year, uh, like a year ago, he's no longer Walter because he's legitimately half the size of yeah, He's like of half Walter. Walter's size now, so it's like... That's but another guy who could just be running through running through this locker room. He is just, though, but in with the IC title, with the Intercontinental title. But hey, is he on the show? No, but it's, again, see, he's not, he's nowhere to be So, like, like, hear me out. You have your names that are not on the show, and I'll just throw them out just because they're the only ones that are being pushed right now. You have Riddle, not on the show. You have Corey's favorite, Karrion Cross, not on the show. You got Bray. Uh, Bray, not on the show. You got Braun. Braun, not on the show. Ricochet. Ricochet, no. Uh, Ray, no, he got beat up on Thanksgiving, allegedly. Uh, But, yeah. Uh, And then there's people on Raw. I can't even tell you that we're on Raw roster. I know there's people on Raw. I can tell you this, too. I can tell you that for a fact. No, he's on NXT tomorrow night. Oh. I'm not kidding. Him, Road uh, Dog, Molly, because they're doing the Iron Survivor rules and who's in it next uh, Since it's a means. brand new gimmick, of course, let's bring back an old guy who never wrestled in it. But he's hey, he's getting rid of gimmicks. Hey, I can tell you people, uh, the Street Profits. Thank you. Okay, there's the Street Profits that weren't on it. Well, one was uh, one was hurt, I guess. Uh, but shush right guy. Shush Gable. guy in the sausage roll. Gable. They weren't on it. Hey, Gable and uh, oh, Otis. Who- that was funny on Halloween, the Chippendale from SNL's spot. Uh, I'm sure it. Dolph Ziggler's still collecting a paycheck. He was nowhere to be found. Uh, he did a, do a one-week feud with uh, uh, Theory. Well, so. I mean, Jerry Gargano's like a host now. He just runs around instigating shit with everybody else. Miz and whatever. Miz there, and there the go. stalker guy. Yeah, Miz there's, wasn't on it. Yeah, there's guys. That's fine. Miz's on it. It's fine. I mean... So for the match, it's rinse and repeat here, guys. He's about washed. In ring. Like, character-wise, he's still... But, like this last year, he's starting to look like Luger. Like we always said he should be he should be a manager. Man. Like that's what he should be well, doing. Well, he might want to think about turning to it pretty soon because in the ring, it's like, dude, what? I mean, fuck, he got Luger, but look at Paul Evans. Yeah, he got Luger like Father Time, as you said. Uh, for this match, though, rinse and repeat. Yeah, if you watch the women's match, you pretty much watch this one. There's was anybody no, doing uh, pull ups on the catch? No, but Roman Roman, sitting. Roman, Roman had a chair. Roman's just sitting there like a fucking Don boss while everyone else is standing around. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Jay started the match, and Hell then yeah. here comes Jimmy, and 
uh, Roman stops and is like, Sammy, you go. Let's see how the trust goes. And just like, yeah, Roman fucking sitting on a fucking stool the whole time. Well, well, Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman's just standing behind Roman. And Paul Heyman's right behind the uh, right behind the cage yeah. the whole time with both belts over, looking over his the shoulder the whole, whole time. time. I mean, it's that shot was great. Yeah, and uh, that's crazy. Um, I don't know. It's just. But it rinse and repeat. It hey, we're bringing weapons. Hey, we're bringing kendo sticks. We hey, there was no top uh, high uh, high fly spot. You know, I will say this. It Come was, on, Roman, do a moonsault, you coward! It was Sami Zayn's match, and he delivered. He did. Storyline wise, he was perfect. He helped. He saved Jay the whole time. He proved Jay super kicks him, but he comes back and he he stops the ref count when Kevin's going to pin Roman. And then he uh, low, low blows, blows Kevin, Kevin to help Jay. And then he's looking, again. he's heartbroken. He's almost crying, looking, because he didn't want to hurt Kevin. Because we get the spot, again, of, like, Kevin stumbles into Sammy, and well, Sammy's holding I mean, him I'm up. getting there, I'm okay. getting there. So he, he low-blowed him, and he feels bad about it, and Roman's laying down because KO took him out. And he's looking at Roman, and Roman just gives him the Iggy, and he immediately goes and does the halluva kick. Like, all right, you say so. And then he's holding him. And Jay's standing there, and he drops Owens perfect for the splash. He goes, you take it. Take it. it. And then he hits the splash and gets the win, and they win. It was beautiful storytelling. The match was exactly the same as the women's match. It was a little better because of that storytelling. I gave it three and a half. But seriously, there was not much else to it. And then after the match, they all pose, and then Kevin looks back at Owen. See how Kevin's – Sammy looks back at Kevin see how he's doing. And then Sam, oh, uh, Roman sees that, and then like looks back too. But see, there's an there's an extra twirl twerk to the storyline, in that Jay was getting on Roman's nerves the last couple months, mm-hmm. and he's kind of, from what I'm seeing, de facto using Solo as his right hand man, not calling him that, but Ro- but Solo does all the grunt work. Solo does the busy, dirty work, and he did it in this match too. But at the end, and Jay and Sammy hug. Like, Jay's all in. Sammy proved himself to the family, right? And they all do the one, except for the one guy who never does it. Solo. Yeah. And Raymond, or Roman gives him the stink eye. He notices it. Like, we're supposed to be together now, this motherfucker. And it's just another, I wouldn't be surprised if Solo turns too at some point. (sighs) I know the Rock and Roman, the money match, but... If you do it right, you have Sammy versus Roman at Mania. It, it, it's like we've this, talked about they're it. They're going to pay off a year of fucking television. We've talked about it. How like I, the idea of we've talked about God. because, you know, the Sammy wins the Rumble and then Roman's like, I got the night off. Because like that match, whenever they do it, is going to be good. But it's such a waste if it's not at Mania. Well, we're having and what we're having right now is another rock. Like, uh, I mean, Triple H, Austin, no way out. To WrestleMania, what we're, which we're talking about in the uh, Monday Night War stories, of this is a paper a WrestleMania match because of the storytelling, I, but you're going to shoot it one month before. I look at it a little early because that's exactly what's going to happen. Yep. And it's The Rock again. It's 2013 all over again. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, well, we're going to have to go with The Rock at Mania when it should be punk. Mm-hmm. And, oh, well, now this time Sammy's getting the screws because it should be. This is great storytelling, what? and he's over enough. It could be a Mania match. I, but he, I mean, the only solace I take is that 
that hometown crowd in Montreal will be rabid for this match. I, I know that they had the plan. I get that. But when you luck into something like this, how, like how, they, how do you? And even if it's not The Rock, internally, the thought process is fine. It'll still be Cody. Like, it's just Sammy's not the plan. Because, like, honestly, if for some reason The Rock can't do it, right, you could always do Rock and Roman at SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. That's their second biggest show. They put all their eggs in that second show. You could do it there. Although the fact that they're in Hollywood this year makes it, like, that needs to be the place. Like, it needs to be. Because, like, you can see online, like, all hands on deck for this WrestleMania because it's Hollywood. You got, they're trying to bring back... it's Hunter's first one. Yeah, it's yeah Hunter's, but they're bringing crazy. back. They, they want, want to bring back Austin, Austin Cena, Cena Lesnar, Paul, Lesnar, Paul. Um, I mean, probably, could, probably Bad Bunny. If you they know could what dig mean? up like, Andre the Giant, he'd wrestle. Or ask, they or, want or, everybody. Or, we can ask the Saudi uh, people. They want a peanut. Yeah, want a peanut. Like they're they're trying everything. I can't wait till we get WrestleMania in Saudi Arabia. But the plan is Owens and Reigns at Rumble. Then yep. he beats Owens. Yep. And then Zayn and Reigns at Elimination Chamber, and he beats Zayn. And then the Usos against Zayn and Owens for the tag belts at Mania. This, well, those are three good matches, but... It's, this, th- you know what this nah. is? Like, it's disappointing. Go with it. It's, this is Daniel, uh, Danielson years ago. It's also like when after, right after the Montreal Screwjob, yeah. Owen comes back. Shoot mm-hmm. him with Owen. They shoot, they shoot a hot, quick thing with him and Sean, but it's on TV the next week, yep. and immediately switch it to Owen Hunter. That's what they're doing here. It's gonna be they're gonna do the hot Roman thing in Montreal, then immediately change it to Zane Usos. Plus, plus that's one, the plan. That's the, that's what they care. About. And the Usos are gonna win, by the way. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Probably pinning Sammy in the middle of the ring at WrestleMania. Yeah. But that's the plan. Let's hope. Let's hope not. You know what I mean? Like the idea, like you WWE is not known for year long storylines anymore, and this is one of them. I think Cena Rock showed for good reason why they aren't. Like, well, that doesn't help that the Cena Rock one's there half the time, and the other one shows up. He was, he was live via satellite. That, yeah. yeah, that also didn't. Well, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm no. not even sure he was there. For, I'm talking. Cena wasn't there half the time but too. Uh, from like May first until November, I don't think the Rock was there at all. Like, he, he, was he, just wasn't. Like, he wasn't. Like, oh well, you know. Like, but Sammy's there every week, which and, is funny because I have that hot take. Involves something about that. Ooh, What's your hot take? Oh, that's later. Oh, okay, later. Okay, 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 this okay. pay per view was a mid. Uh, Super. Survivor I love Survivor Man. Series. Yeah. I go in with an open mind. Um, it's one of the worst ones ever, right? <laughs> I mean, I've seen some stinkers. You gave you Not gave you gave, every, you gave every match over three. That means nothing in this okay. era, though. Oh, okay. Because the the talent in the ring is so good. How can you not have a good match? Right. It's the it's everything else in this company, like. How do I put it? It's like AEW is far from perfect right now, but I would rather take the Wild West over something that's so clean and so sanitized and something that is so overproduced. And like, it's just like the 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 all out thing was terrible, terrible. Right? It's a horrible black eye for that company. WWE wishes they had something that people cared about that much. Right? They don't have shit that people talk about like that. And they people, haven't for a decade. Well, well, except for Vince. But people quit talking about Vince the week Triple H took over. Yeah. Which so is now it's like good for them, but like it's you know, they have nothing. It's it's yeah, there's <sighs> Wrestling is not supposed to be clean and sanitary. It's not, not what that this is clean. supposed I mean, to be. Not, not that fucking clean. I mean you could have eaten you could have eaten off that war games. You just had ten people in a cage match. Like it's not supposed to be clean. Right? I it's like, I don't know, Joe. 
you're the WWE of of note. Like, what did you think of the show? Four fifty years. What did you think of the show? Like, it was okay. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying this is a must see. This is a more of a. Hey, it happened. Now they have. um, There's nothing in December, right? No, they have nine weeks. Because he got rid of day one thing, right? Yeah. Which is shit, because it's stupid. It's not until the 29th of January for the next show. That's a long time. And this company, during this time of year anyway, even with the December pay-per-view... Just has doesn't a, try. <laughs> well, it's, they have a bad habit of stretching shit in December and January. Like, like we're not going to worry about advancing stuff during these five weeks. We're just going to stretch. So we, we might get a lot... They might not even build a serious Rumble build until like the second week of January. It's nine weeks, so that is... Enjoy that 27 hours of Raw where nothing happens over the next nine weeks. I mean, that's not looking good. Fuck that. Maybe you dropped day one, maybe you should have put, I don't know, fucking Armageddon or something back on the goddamn schedule in December. Like, maybe it wouldn't have been the worst idea in the world. You know what? what? You own a performance center. Maybe just... Hey, we're having a special in six weeks. Oh, I forgot. They are doing an NXT PLE on December 10th. Same day as Ring Deadline. of Honor's final battle. Yeah, that's the Iron Survivor And the UFC show. pay-per-view. Uh-huh. And... Which is why Ring of Honor... I think it's the Heisman night. Ring of Honor starts at 1 our time on December 10th. Why? Because of all that shit. He's not dumb. Tony Khan. Oh, is, like, it, is it like in Europe or something? No, he no. knows he's going to get killed he's doing for all pretty. that shit. So the, he's so also going to have the best show that night, too. Which will be uh, Jericho and, uh, and Claudio. Claudio. Uh, if Claudio loses, he's got to join the Jericho Appreciation Society. Well, it's Jericho, so yeah. So Claudio's, so in, the, so, 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 yeah. so Claudio's in the JS. Got it, got it. Um, but but yeah, more that later. But that's why he's doing that, because he knows he's going to get killed. So it starts at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific. Try to get It'll probably now. end before the UFC other one starts. That shit, yeah. yeah. He's smart when it, looks, when it comes to that stuff. Where's he that show at? It's in Texas, uh, outside Dallas. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Somewhere in Texas, yeah. Because they're doing like three weeks of AEW in Texas in December. Like there's Dallas, there's somewhere around Houston, there's Fort Worth. Or they're doing their like, they're doing their like Texas run of yeah. just like the whole month type thing. It's like Chicago. All right. Well, so that was that. I guess the talking about Sparshers could feed into my hot prospect. I was a hot take. I follow a podcast and website that has been uh, every year they pick a huge process, a huge group lifts to do. And this year, it's the greatest WWE wrestlers of all time list, 1 to 100. You, if you're a part of it, you can submit your list, and then they tally everything at the end of the year and see where people will list. Okay. But two of the guys have been uh, 10 at a time for the whole year from January through now, have been giving their list as it is. It's not official yet, because at the end of the year, they'll... Right. But giving their takes and moving things up and down accordingly. So, like, fans are submitting their, like, lists? Or yeah. Like... If you're part of the Facebook group, yeah, you, you put your list in. Are you, you part can. of the group? I am. Ooh, so you did you submit your list? I have uh, indeed. Oh, we're gonna need to get that uh, list. Well, from I haven't you. done the official list yet, and, it's, and that's, this is what brings us up because I okay. listened to them, and they had one guy had a, had a, an opinion that I thought was whack, but the more he talked, wiggity 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 whack. The more I was like, I'm actually agreeing with Uh-oh. everything he's saying. Oh, Vince Russo is the best of all time. No, oh, okay. but some people would consider it that hot of a take. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, they this last week they gave out their ten to one. Now 
they, there's like their what their t- their personal okay. gotcha okay their personal ten to one of the not their favorite but greatest of all greatest time? of all time okay from whole everything so like from the time that started until for over fifty today? years okay yeah. okay and. So you get to 10 to 1. You're talking rarefied air. You're I mean, talking the goats, the best of the best. The, like the order could change, but you pretty much yes. probably know the 10. And one of them. More or less. The guy had him at number 19, and I thought it was blasphemous. But the other guy had him at 6. So when they got to 6, they started talking about him. Yep. And that's John Cena. Okay. And they just started naturally talking about it because they talk about everybody. It's like, okay, here's his highs, but he's got a lot of lows. And they all their achievements, but maybe stuff they, you know, here's a problem. And the only person on that list that they really made me think about was John Cena. And he, I don't think he'll make my top 10. Damn. I don't, there's, there is a lot of great, but there's also a lot of bad. And you have to look at the other thing. The guys who had their own eras. Bruno, Backlund, Hogan, mm-hmm. Austin slash Rock. Yep. Cena, Roman. Ro- and Roman's not top 10 or anything yet because it's yeah, still in go. But, yeah. but he's going to fall under this as well in the fact that of all of those eras, Cena's is the only one where he he drew he drove away a lot of fans. Wor- business got worse. It got, not only did it get worse, but specifically because of him. Remember how polarizing he was in those 6, 07, 08? Like, people quit watching because of him and his character. And none of the other guys who had their own fucking eras named after them can say that. Even Backlund didn't, you know, he's the only one. And it drove away a lot. Plus, every, we were, I think we've, we've all been stigmatized by the whole scene as a you know, saint, we, we always talked about how selfless he was, but if you look back at the record, he's buried a lot of people. He, he killed the Nexus fucking dead. Wade Barrett had main event star written all over him. Mm-hmm. Bray, we, uh, well, we talked about you it. You look at, yeah. uh, and I don't like the guy, but he was over and a commodity. Ryback, Bray Wyatt, Rusev, and Kevin Owens, and almost in consecutive years, were actually... Hurt by having long programs with John Cena on pay-per-view that mattered. And all of them came out so much worse for wear that it hurt them considerably. So why was Punk the exception? Because it's not like like the, the people you just mentioned, the office liked them. They don't like Punk. Why was Punk the exception? The crowd. He's Punk is one of those rare, rare workers who just... You know, the, 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 the top of the top, the greatest of all time, just have a connection with the crowd that you just can't shake. And Punk is one of those guys. Um, I Looking back, I was like, God, thank God Danielson never had an elongated feud with Cena. Just a one match where Cena was already injured and was putting him over to take, have surgery. Yeah. Because he'd have killed him dead, too. I mean, the, so... And I, I mean, you know what? I, you can, I had another one to the list. 2011. Yeah. Alberto Del Rio yeah. was completely killed by Cena. Um, 
So really, John Cena was doing Jericho, what Jericho's yeah. doing now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's funny. We we never saw it at the time. We thought this is the this is the guy, right? And he's still great. I mean, one of the best. I mean, I would still have him top twenty, which is ridiculous. Really, there's thousands of people wrestled in WWE. Um, Where was the goon? Not listed. David. But like, but it made me look at Cena in a whole new light. And I was like, and and I've personally felt this part for a long time. Going back to like 2013 through 15 hurts him. A super indie Cena is not a good thing. Yeah. And it hurts him too. And you know what's funny is like you, you said, what about Punk? AJ broke it too. AJ came yeah. in the year after Owens. I guess and, he did. And AJ, some, and AJ was one of the greats of all time, right? It, it didn't kill him. Because um, you know who didn't? But it somehow came, like, Roman, he buried Roman. He buried Roman, killed and Roman him in that promo. And Roman somehow made it back, which is odd because the crowd was so over Roman to begin with. So that's actually impressive that he came back. Uh, he, But he, he buried the fuck out of Roman, too. He buried a white-hot Dolph in late 12 when he was mining the bank winner. It had to become all about uh, Cena beating him and into Zack Ryder's anything. Yeah, he killed Zack Ryder Took just a couple chick. months later. I mean, you look back at it and you're like, Jesus Christ, yeah. he's like Hogan, mm-hmm. only not as over. <laughs> like, it, it it totally changed everything. Like, I'm not gonna. When is their list gonna be finalized? Uh, December. It's due sometime in December, and then, and then once they do the Yeoman's work of so, counting everything. <laughs> Your best guess, he probably ends in the top ten. Like, yeah, he'll from everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, because yeah. we're the super nerd of the nerds that were listening to this and really thinking about it. Most of them will just be like, he's fucking great. And he is. He's still great. I mean, he's one of the best they've ever had. But a lot of the shine has been taken off in the last couple of years, and this one really made me listen. And most of the time, they're like, yeah, because they they don't like the one guy. Also, doesn't like AJ. Doesn't think he's that great, or or maybe Jericho's overrated with his WWE stuff. So AJ, I would admit, wasn't he shouldn't be high on the WWE list because he hasn't been there long um, enough. I think he for both of them he was in their teens. It's a bit high, I think, for AJ. Well, it's because it's about quantity. It's about quality over quantity. Like, and it's actually the longer you've been there, like in Cena or Taker's case, it can hurt you because you do have so many highs, but man, you also have so many fucking lows. Like AJ doesn't have all those lows because he hasn't been there for thirty years, like Taker. So like. Uh, all the, but I would also say that his high really wasn't anywhere near his the other no, highs. That's true. Like, no, that's true. His highs never reached it. His lows may never reach it, but his highs were also never there either. Yeah, and that's why Taker's top ten. I mean, you're, you're, you're I, I I can't conceive Taker being much lower than twelve or something. AJ's not going to climb that high. Yeah, but but yeah, no. It's Cena though. I mean, he might drop out of my. He'll certainly probably drop out of my top ten. He may make it to lower twenties, which I never thought would be possible. But listening to this, I was like, God damn, I agree with every one of these fucking facts. So and they're, they're facts, too. They're not even opinions. They were like facts. I'm like, God damn. Do name, you... name, 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 <laughs> yeah, name. Destroyed like, after. Do you want to give us your top ten now or when they finalize their list, then you give us yours and what Let's the do it when they became. do it. When I submit it, I'll tell you my top yeah. ten. Okay. Or even 20 if you want. Yeah. Uh, be very I, put some, I put a lot of thought into it. It's been an exhaustive list. Um, but again, the goon. No, put him at at least twenty one. No, because okay. really, when you get to the history of WWE, you, you, you sometimes twenty sounds like a lot, but when you think of the greatest wrestlers in the history of WWE, twenty is nothing. So it's been like you're like, oh god, I did a hundred. Like, you know, who, who did make my list? 
Kane. In the top 100? Not in my top 100. Jesus. Now, if I was doing a top 110, probably. Jesus. I don't think there was, see, because I, I gave Cena and Taker's examples, but I don't think there's anybody in the history of that company that's more harmed by the bad stuff than Kane. Katie Vick, uh, the dinner with Shane right before they kill each other in an ambulance match, They're having dinner in a five star restaurant, eloquently talking to each other about destruction. Team Helda. That, you know raping Lita and then forcing her to marry him and then defending her unborn child. I mean, has there ever been more wrestle crap to one guy than Kane? And compared to that stuff... Probably not, but I would have to think. And compared to that stuff, his highs, they're not really... That debut at Hell in a Cell is an all-time moment. Yep. I'll give you the first match with Taker, even though it's not great. It's a visual at WrestleMania. They built to it. Yeah. He was white hot in 99, the team with X-Pac. But then after that, it's... it's What else was there? Yes. Yeah. I mean, the unmasking was terrible. He became corporate. Corporate Kane is, it was a very negative. Like, yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Any like, other shocking people who would be in your top 100? Maybe not to you, because you guys know I'm... Ultra oh. nerdy about this, but like Rick Martel is pretty high, not uh, super who? high. Yeah, right. we we Rick and Martel. There it is. Uh, I mean, not top thirty or nothing, yeah. but he's high. Um, my biggest shocker will probably be Cena, and I'm shocked myself still thinking about it. Orton, however, it's funny. Orton always had the bad reputation of the two, though. Orton over the last five years has gone up in in my estimation, whereas Cena's gone down. Well, he Orton's, burned the he burned the Firefly house and then yeah went up. Yeah, yeah he's gone up. He's he's got a lot of good shit. I think Orton's been there so long, people take him for granted and forget all the stuff. But when you start th- looking at all of his allocates and all the things he's done, you're like, Jesus Christ, he's got yeah. a lot of meat on the bone. That list will be fantastic. Can't wait for that. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a great hour of podcasting. Chamber match from Survivor Series 2000. Atta. Atta. I love everything about this. I love the Every, presentation. First of all, what? Yeah. before we even get to that. So we had a little extra credit. Yep. Oh, I just assumed you guys didn't do it. Well, I for sure I watched, watched it. it. Oh, okay. For sure you, watched uh, it. New, Nor- New Yorker, uh, like, lobbing? First of all, how bad was the shit with Nowinski and Matt Hardy? Bad. I mean... Not, not great. All-time Although, cringe. shout out to Matt Fax. Yeah. Was it lobbing, right? Lupid. Lupid, Lupid. You guys yeah. are lupid. Yeah. Lupid. You're losers <laughs> and you're stupid. stupid. That siren went off. An old big bad booty daddy came out. That place went... Fucking that ape crowd shit. popped like a motherfucker for the big bad and, booty daddy. And when he got a mic, they lost it. And I was like, well, he, they're not gonna let him talk. <laughs> you know, they have sponsors. But uh, did you hear what he did before he got the mic? No. As he's doing the push ups after me, he goes, Give me a fucking mic. Checks out. <laughs> Scott Snyder for him. But yeah, so that place blew. And then we got to the match. I love the presentation. I love. Them lowering it. I love Eric Bischoff coming out to take credit for creating it. I love the videos. Uh, Could have done without Saliva live uh, playing yeah. Jericho well, into the fucking car. Know. I love the Madison Square Garden uh, arena because it had that the entranceway behind the ring that just looks cool. I Everybody... I love the look of everybody, with yep. the exception of one guy. Uh, old brown pants himself. Oh, old brown pants, old Shawn Michaels. I don't know there. what the fuck he thought wearing those pants. <laughs> is, 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 this, is this gear that Michaels wear, is this like cheetah print 
taker? Like, why? What are you wearing? Because yeah. this, this is not the flamboyant Sean we know. This is a black tr- uh, leggings, HBK across the. No. They were shit brown. They were shit, they were shit brown. brown? They were shit Those were brown. shit brown tights. Oh, so my eyes, they were black. They were shit brown and cowboy boots. Okay. Yep. I knew the boots. Because okay. for reasons. And uh, My eyes went black. Triple so. H gave me shit about it for years. Remember I would hope that, so. Remember those shit brown trunks you had? I hope so. Um, and also, uh, Triple H, beardless. Also, don't like it. they were never done. Like, they weren't done, the tights. Yeah. Like, somehow he knew it was from that day. I got gear. And just, oh, no, that's he was had. having it made. Yeah. And it just wasn't completed in time. That's why there's like an H. But that's it? Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Well, are you Hunter? What are you? Yeah. And then smartly enough, he goes back to the old look like after that. Um, Hunter it? without the beard. That's weird. This was his, I'm going to cosplay Ric Flair as the leader of the four horsemen now. That's what I'm doing. I was thinking Blade, like because he's in Blade Trinity. No, because he has the, he has that weird he has that, those like weird chops. Yeah, the not chop. in the movie. Oh, not the movie. No, it's he's he's yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah. beardless in the movie. No, that's a year later. Uh, okay. He did this because he was Flair. He was he changed his gimmick from you know how he's wearing now the leather jacket yeah. with the denim on top. Uh, in the summer of 2002, if he turns on Sean, he goes back to the Hunter Hearst Helmsley look, the the slacks and the golf shirts and the hair and the nice ponytail, freshly shaven. And he tries to, he's cosplaying like Ric Flair as the horseman. Don't like it. Don't like it one bit. This match was so violent for sitting there was no weapons. 45 minutes. I mean, Triple H was, I think, hard way bleeding two minutes into the match. He well, he just, almost died. Yeah. Yeah, and then later in the match, uh, RVD almost killed him. Yeah. yeah. He almost, I can't believe he finished the match. Broke trachea? Is he, that what he, it was? He crushed his trachea. Yeah. Couldn't breathe. I could not believe he that, finished the that match. That frog splash off the chamber. I, we, when he comes down, his leg, his knees crushes. We, we, we give him shit about how he's running the company right now, dude, but he's tough as fuck. Look, dude. Yeah. Tough as fuck. Dan there, you know, breaks that. His t- the finishes the Jericho match. They tears his ACL quad. His quad. He tears everything. Like finishes that match. This you know? is like halfway through the match. This is no. This was. <laughs> um, I hit a button on accident, and there was like ten minutes into the match because it was RVD and him, and. And Jericho. And Jericho. Yeah. But and Jericho was the first person out. This was legitimately like 10 minutes into the match. This was a great match. Mm-hmm. This was, I was so locked in at this time. Um, and that's why I liked the brand, ext- I believe in the brand extension so much. Because at that time, they really tried. Each show had such a distinct, different feel. And these were the top six guys on Raw. All in one match. Kane is white hot over. Even the Katie Vick stuff couldn't touch it. Booker T looks bright and young and ready to go. RVD, Jericho. (laughs) Jericho is in his like, I'm just going to have a banger on TV every fucking week. Doesn't matter. Um, Triple H was Triple H and Sean was Sean. Um, It was weird having Sean win in hindsight. Who would you have gone with? weird because I, I always kind of forget that he wins and I'm always like huh or do you have Triple H retained I'd probably just kept it on Triple H but I see why they didn't it's the debut of a brand new gimmick you want to get it over you want a happy go home feel it's a main event so you get one of the baby faces to go over he was gonna he wasn't gonna put over RVD Triple H not Jericho he's the heel so it wouldn't have worked mm-hmm. he was the only other heel in the match Booker was too early he, he had just destroyed Kane on, t- on pay-per-view the month before so it almost had to be Sean. And it only lasted a month. Triple H gets it back in December. So it was a real quickie. Is that his last title ring? Yeah. World title ring, yeah. 
Yes, it was. Uh, I just, like, I remember just the sound that steel grating makes when they land on it. I'm just like, oh, fuck that. The grating. Like, like, the first time Triple H takes the bump, he's probably like, oh, my God. Like, and, you and, could see the way he moved. I was like, oh, he's not selling. Like, and that a, hurt. And there's this thing about, like, like you br- you'd mentioned already, but how it's like, Triple H gets busted open within like the first two minutes of the match. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hard way or you just bladed. I'm like, it could have been either way. Just like chain. one way or another, you're gonna get it. And then like, there's a spot where like I thought RVD was gonna kill himself too, besides almost killing Triple H. When he does the springboard to the cage, catches it up, and like then Spider Man, then, then jumps back, and I'm like, he almost damn near hit his second his head on the second rope. Yep. Well then, and when they were when Sean and Triple H were doing the thing where they were or Jericho when they were like throwing him into the cage over and over again, yeah, yeah. he kept hitting the steel stanchion behind the cage. Yeah. So I was like, "There's no way that feels good." Nope. I fucking love it. This is historically one of my favorite matches. It's so good. I gave it a full five. Um, that's one of my all-time I'm not gonna favorites. say. I'm just thinking it might be the best match we've picked so far doing this. We we do bring it up. Real good. We do bring it up, Mister uh, Database. Is there anything to else? You know, we bring up matches, and then you say, "Hey, you should have watched this match instead." On I know pay per view. Yeah, watch right? the whole damn thing. Okay. It is one of the strongest paper. It's one of the strongest Survivor Series ever, top to bottom. The opening match, even the uh, pre-show match, is killer. They don't get a lot of time, but check out this pre-show match. It's the Hurricane and Goldust against Lance Storm and William Regal. Jesus, that's pretty good. Jesus, the it's, there's only six matches on the card. It's the heart, it's Jeff Hardy, uh, Bubba Ray, and Spike Dudley against three minute warning and Rico in a tables match. You got how long? Three minutes. Hmm? Three minutes. I'm just joking. Yeah, I got three minutes. I'm done with you. Then go. it's Billy Kidman and Jamie Noble for the cruiserweight title. Then it's Trish and Victoria in a hardcore match for the women's match. Shout out to Victoria. Right? Then it's Big Show and Brock Lesnar for Will. the WWE title. And Big Show beats him. Uh, after Paul Heyman turns on him in a really hot, like, five-minute match. It's really good. And then there's a triple-threat elimination tag title match. It's Los Guerreros against Edge and Ray against Benoit Angle. And then it's the Elimination Chamber. Damn. Not a lot of fat on that bone. Damn. It's a good pay-per-view. And... They had such a strong year for pay-per-view. Plus MSG, man. Plus MSG. God. Yeah, that's a strong show. And one of the better Survivor Series is from beginning to end. I'm trying to see what the uh, Wrestling Observer... Is there any chamber match that comes close? There we go. Yes. There's quite a few. I mean, they're all... Not to this one. To me, this is my favorite still. Yep. But the third one is super close to, to tying it for, for me. It's in Puerto Rico at New Year's Revolution. It's... Um, Shawn Michaels is the ref. Check out this talent. It's Triple H, Randy Orton, Batista, Edge... Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho. Jesus Christ. Sean is the ref. It's a really good one, too. Uh, Mr. Strong as hell. Mr. Meltzer, um, for his uh, star ratings. Well, we already know it's not five. Yeah. <laughs> Four and a quarter. Yeah. Uh, Chavo, Eddie, that... Uh, three-way. The three-way was three and a quarter. Sh- it's a little low on it. It's not great, but it's better than that. Show and Lesnar, too. <laughs> Victoria and Trish, uh, one and a quarter. He's out to lunch. Billy and no, uh, Jamie, uh, three and a quarter. And, and a the elimination tables was three. Yeah, all right. But it's there's no way Trish and Victoria is one. There's no, no fucking way. I don't care no. what this is. There's no way. That's, that's, that's they're hardcore. both way too good. It was hardcore, too. So, no, it's... 
Now, plus, I think that's the debut of her awesome tattoo theme song for nice. Tora. Yeah, yeah, it's such a great theme song. I heard she has. There's no move in wrestling that scares more than her finisher. The widow's move peak. scares the shit out of me. And so underrated at that time is the team, uh, the tandem of her and Stephen Richards. They well, were so well, good. Well, I mean, Stephen Richards. He, as good as he was as the RTC dude, he was even better as her creepy boyfriend, who was just I'll like who she controlled through sh- through fear and intimidation. That motherfucker needs to be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> He's so good. He's so he did main event. Good. He did main event. Uh, yeah, WrestleMania. So. <laughs> He's, He's so good. He is so underappreciated. And then he got in trouble. Then he got in trouble during that time because Stephanie uh, saw his tights. Nobody paid attention to heat. So he he christened himself the Sunday Night Heat GM and uh, got tights. But Stevie Night Heat. (laughs) And she got mad at him. Of course he did. How dare you get over? Because the crowd was getting into it. Yeah, how dare you get over? How dare you get over without us deciding you're going to get over? It didn't just start with Zack Ryder, folks. Who are you to doubt, Stephen Richards? Yeah, I'm not going to deny it. That's maybe the best so far of the weekly oh, homework. All right, Joe, Joe next, right? Good luck. I am next. Oh, Good Joe. luck, Joe. No. You, got some, you got some tall mountains to... No, I am going opposite. I know, in fact, he, oh. he, picked, he picked a goon match. I'm going opposite, guys. Oh. I'm at a uh, website that shows the Wrestling Observer's Worst. stars yeah. ratings, and it's he has the top rated and the worst rated. And uh-huh. I'm like, you know what? We've been having some fun. We've had a great show. This fucking guy. I need to know if this is on the the thing. A certain pay-per-view. We're going to go to 1997, maybe. November 30th. ECW November Terminator? Yeah. Is that on the... Yes. Okay. Because um, we're going to go to ECW November to remember... You know he's going to pick... No. As, should I give you the star rating? Go ahead. Minus three and a half stars. Jesus. In a tables and ladders match, <gasps> Sabu, Sabu and, and the, the Sandman. Sandman. Corey's got a wrecked. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about negative three and a half, but it's not good. <laughs> well, we're going to find out. <laughs> So what is it? It's November 97? November, November, yeah, November 97. Go to my ECW pay-per-view, November to remember, yeah. 97. But yeah, according to this, minus three and a what half. What part of the card is it on? It's towards the end. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's one of the main events. But yeah, um, I've, been, I've been picking stuff. Mm. And the main event is Bam Bam Bigelow defending that ECW title against the Ha Ha Franchise. Coward picked that, is you that coward. On, is that on here? Yeah. Well, it's five stars. Um, Shane Douglas. It is the main event. Let me see. Let me click on it. For everybody who's new, uh, Shane Douglas is Joe's favorite wrestler of all time. That's confirmed. Uh, no, it did get a, a a star and a quarter? A star and three quarters. It's four and a half stars better than the other match. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seems unlikely considering uh, it's that, Bam Bam and Shane so Douglas. The, the highest, the highest, <laughs> the highest is a tie in two and three quarters. And it is uh, Chris Candido and Lance Storm versus Jerry Lynn and Tommy Rogers. Okay. And then the other one is a is Rob Van Dam versus Tommy Dreamer in a flag match. Rob Van Dam, Mister Monday Night, was repping WWF. Okay. So a a couple a couple about that. First of all, the tag match started off as a one on one match, and this is the first time me and my friend ever saw this. We popped like hell. Okay. 
The, it was, I can't remember who it was. It was Jerry Lynn against Candido, I believe. Yep. And so Storm and Rogers run in to help the respective people. And the ref just says, fuck it, it's a tag match. Uh, never seen that before. We popped huge. We're All like, right. what the hell? Checks out. So, yeah. And then I've never seen anything happen in, like Rob Van Dam in this match. ECW had a loose mat. It yeah. wasn't like WF's Chinese arithmetic mat. <laughs> but Tommy Dreamer gives Rob Van Dam a pile driver. Okay. Oh, this is and without assistance of his hands. Rob Van Dam shoots about four feet up in the air after that. I've seen driver. that gif. I've seen that one. Yeah, he flies. Still can't figure out quite how that happens. Tommy. 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 So yeah. I can't wait to watch that thing. Yes. Uh, Sabu and Sandman in a tables and ladders match. This, this, you know, this is the Devin S pick right here is what this is. At least you're safe in knowing that yours is still the best match we've probably watched. There By the is. way, it goes 20, so. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, can I give you another quick story about this? Yes. Yeah, why not? So, this match was so bad. Not in terms of just, they were hardcore, but it was a bad match, right? Yeah. So, they have a rematch at the January pay-per-view. But, they're so worried that it's going to be bad, Mm -hmm. they taped it before the pay-per-view, and then did a storyline where the cable companies wouldn't let them show the match on pay-per-view because it it would be too extreme. After, an, after advertising it. This is the January show, right? Yep. And then they do some shit at the end of the show, or right before the main event, where they still have time to fill, and it's like chaos, and Heyman's like, just turn the fucking video on! So they show the match anyway. But they did that so that they could edit the fucking thing if they needed to. That's awesome. Because they were so bad in November. That's you guys awesome. think it's way better? And not much. You can say. Like, Ooh, not much. Boy. Like, if you were to watch both... They're probably both my mega <laughs> stars, but I think there's two guys who you need someone to lead, and holy fuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's have some fun next week. Let's get crazy. Uh least going to say main entrance. Yes. Well, there's that at least. Um, terror. <laughs> Rising. No, territories. Ooh, I liked this week's. This uh, one was good. I thought the world class one was really good. I what's, liked it. What's next week's? Jim Crockett. One thing I have about the class. Why was Chavo there? That was I was my question. I was like, Why was Chavo? I thought he was going to talk about his dad. They needed somebody younger to host who, it. Who fucking people knew who the hell it was? The the producer thought that too because yeah. the producer thought that uh, Chavo was playing well, the role of Jared. Because if you notice, he, he had, he had yes. all the paperwork in front of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was steering it. Um. That was, that was a fun... They're just going to not talk about the Von Erich stuff? They're just going mean, to not think, talk about it? I like the fact that they didn't dwell on it, but you would think it would come up. Like, yes, the people who are probably watching the show know it. Yeah. But not everybody does, and that's, a, I don't know, an important part of wrestling history. Not to mention, there's a movie being made about it. There's some pub. I was like, you're not going to at all I'm, talk about the Von Erich shit? I'm surprised that they didn't, but also I'm not because of the fact that the guys that created the show are... Producing it, not the seven bucks guy. Uh, so I was wondering if like just was, did a whole dark side oh, of the ring did on the it. Dark side yeah. of the ring on it, so maybe that's that's why. a full hour there. But if they you didn't want even. It. Well, you know what? I never thought about that. But I was like, they didn't even bring up Chris or Gino Hernandez, but they did a whole dark side of the ring on him too. Basically, anybody they didn't uh, mention, there might be a dark side of them already. Chris so. Adams had a lot of stuff on this one though, Ooh. and he did. A, he had a lot too on the dark side too. Oh so. boy, that dude sucks. Yeah. God, that dude sucks. Uh, ask Austin about it. He trained Austin. Austin has nothing good to say about that son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, Chris Adams was a douchebag. 
Uh, Rotten wow. pieces. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I did enjoy it. Next week is Jim Crockett. That's so the old WCW. I saw uh, Cornette's on it. Arn's there. Arn. Finally. Arn going to talk about pulling a Glock on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, it's Cornette, it's Arn, it's David Crockett. Yep. Who's the other guy? Uh, this? Oh, Baby Doll. Baby Doll's there. She needs to go in the water. So when do they cut it off? When it becomes, when it becomes 89? 89? 88. 88. Late 88. Okay. And that means that the final episode, I'm not surprised, is Mid-South. So, I mean, you know, when you think territory wrestling, it, it's mid south. Yeah. You think mid south, so, but a lot of, I, a lot of good things, cowboy Bill Watts. It's stores. one of those things. I hope, I hope that you know, Dark Side of the Ring. I think uh, they've said they're getting another season, so yeah. like they're in production already. Well, the or, good version or the WWE version because I don't care about the WWE I think it's gonna be the good version. I okay. think it's the good version. Fuck the WWE version. I think Rock only wants to do these ones where it's Rock wants to do the territory ones territory stories I mean there's some fucking weird stories but it's nothing like the Von Eric but I wonder if they're going to do the if they're will um, the one the, his dad's banging everybody If I yeah, wonder if they do another season that. of this you know like in, there's enough stories from each territory it's just that people are going to quit dying that are too old to be on there and talk about it that's the question yeah because some of these, like the Portland one, the Portland, they could, have delved, story, yeah. they could have delved so much more in, but they don't have the people alive to, to do it. So I was yeah. like, all right. Uh, Although, I would push back on it a little bit. They, If they really want to tell like the history of these things, there's people who have written books about Portland wrestling. Have them on. You're not wrong. Because they and, know about it, and they can tell the stories. And I've got those books, and they're really well written, and they know their shit. That's um, where they got most of the research from. Yeah. Have them on. Uh, I'm guessing, I'm just, just a guess. I'm guessing it comes more to the whole people in TV land tend to believe it more if someone who lived through it was there to tell that story kind of a deal. You know what yeah, I mean? You know, I didn't see Lincoln get shot. I know it fucking happened. Right. You're <laughs> you not <know>. wrong. <laughs> I hope Cornette's on the Mid-South one too because I'm trying to figure out who the fuck could be on that thing. DB, I mean, they have DiBiase, oh, Doug, um, and Morton. Oh, Morton's on the Crockett one too. Yeah. Ricky Morton. So oh. that that's a good that's a good table. But mid south, I'm thinking they could do Duggan, DiBiase's alive, but he might Jared lawsuit the Jared can always yeah come back. Uh, Cornette would should be on it because uh, JYD is dead. And... Don't mind that. That's the producer making some uh, making some tunes. Yeah, at least it wasn't yeah. it, at least it wasn't beyond thirty seconds where we get sued. So. so yeah, no, I'm looking forward to the next two it, weeks. It, Those it, should be good. The the I was thoroughly entertained by the. This one. I just can't believe how much of a piece of shit Chris Adams is. Jesus oh, Christ, God, dude. That dude sucks. Yeah. No, there's more, too. There's more stories with him that are it's not. like a top ten piece of shit in the history of wrestling. Because he, um, he sucks, Yeah, dude. you know what? He would probably definitely be in the top ten. And he's one that I almost never think of. He kind of flies under the radar. God. But when you really stop to think about well, he flew it. He's out of Israel. So. Yeah. He's definitely. That story is crazy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, uh, enjoy dying, dude. See you later. Cornette says, Cornette, Sonis, he's always said that one of the main reasons they left when they did was because they didn't want to go on that Israel trip. Yeah, fuck that. He's like, I don't want to fucking get beheaded over there because I'm a hot-headed heel manager that'll say something I shouldn't say and then fucking get killed. Fuck wrong. that. He's not wrong. Yeah. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. So he fucking left. You he's know. like, we'll go, to Cor- we'll go to Crockett and make safe money and more money. And so I also, I wanted to bring something else. Like, they just, like, glossed over, like, it took, like, one minute. It was, like, the shit. I forget their names. The two Myers. women. Oh, Sunshine and Precious. I was like, I feel like that's a bigger deal than what they made it to be. It was a huge deal. They were just like, oh, these two chicks were here. Can you, like, can you 
tell me again. It was also kind of confusing because they didn't like explain it well. It was weird. Because, go ahead. Because th- in real life, relationship was so Sunshine was the original valet. That's his cousin. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. That's the okay. That was the first the, one. Okay, the, the first, first blonde. That yeah. The first one. I, I get. I understand it now. I. I like. And then I was sh- doing one thing at the time, and then they said cousin, and I'm like. Whose cousin yeah, well, is this again? Uh, when he when he got the down, idea down, for, down, 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 when he got yeah. the idea for the gimmick, he thought, oh, you know what? She'd probably be good for this role. So, so he used his cousin. Where's he from again? There was. I'm kidding. The original I'm valet kidding. had no sexual. I know. Like, it was implied, but they never did anything. Yeah. And then exactly. she got a little big headed. As they're wanting to do, and she was, she was over. Yeah. Uh, so he decided to bring his wife in. She was traveling anyway, so just bring my wife in to make her the new one. And that worked. And then you know, they did the whole... It was a really good storyline where he actually gets his wife, Precious... My wife. ...to be the valet for the other woman. <laughs> well, she's the valet for him. <laughs> That's hardcore. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'll take them both. <laughs> yeah, where's the Tales from the Territories on Extreme Championship Wrestling? Let's see Sabu and Sandman and... Uh, Spike Dudley around a fucking table. Raven. Raven is the and guy Paul who's e. supposed to remember all this shit. Um, but yeah, no, that was crazy over. In fact, when when Jimmy Garvin and Precious leave, Sunshine's still so over, they bring in this old retired women's wrestler in her 50s to be like a trucker woman uh, who... Uh, oh, she's Sunshine's aunt. She comes in to help her with other women. Like, that's how hot the story was. I mean, it was... That company doesn't get enough credit because without world-class, WWF doesn't have its national expansion yeah. the right way. And what I mean by that is WCCW, WCCW world-class, they were the first ones to use cameras and mic booms around the ring. That's what they brought the up, To do satellite yeah. digital imaging, all the stuff that Vince used for an updated product and how to present it started in world class. Vince or Fritz just didn't want to go global. Uh, but somehow he's still big in Israel. <laughs> they were big in huge pockets. Fritz did a lot of things he should have done. Because <laughs> they were on Jeez. satellite. Yeah, that's true. Where, where's my steak sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> you know who I liked here? Who came off really well was Kevin on Eric. Yep. Kevin Von Erich. I just watched that dude talk. He's a good, likable guy. Watch he, the Von Erich dark side. He's the narr- narrator, basically. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and not. <laughs> it's I want it. It's thing. depressing, but he's really. <laughs> you know, I'm you know going to go ahead weird? and not. Watch you know what's that. weird about it is I am, I am, f- endlessly fascinated with world class championship wrestling and the whole story of, of the '80s with them, mm-hmm. the, the family and the other wrestlers who had problems. I don't know why. It just interests me so much that this happened and how nobody. Nobody would pull their head out of the sand after like the second drama and be like, okay, we got to get something out of control. Is that movie going to be good? The movie? It's an A24. Everybody seems to gush over A24 films, uh, whatever that means. Everywhere, anything, all at once is a fantastic movie yeah. made by them. Yeah. You watch so, it. I mean, people are blowing their load over that company. So, but, uh, but like, they, the thing is, like, they're more for like the horror type 
genre and or the, like just a me- not not Ooh, it's not what we need for the von eric story this could be a horror type drama. i mean like, it, but they're more like the horror slash it just starts how the movie starts bizarre type ones and yeah and that's how the first boy killed himself it could start like that it could start this is the narrator it could start as a gunshot then, it was about that time i realized my shotgun it was that, missing it would be a gunshot then be the thor uh scratch like so you're wondering how i got here let's go back to the beginning it's that'd like, be more like fuck. a gunshot then it scratches back well, thank God I got four more of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no, I know it's a bad episode. It's a, it, a, it, hold I, my shotgun. <laughs> I know it's a depressing episode of Dark Side, but Kevin Von Erich, like, he's a likable guy. Yeah, yeah. and he's boy, he's come through the other side. God, he's been through some shit. Like Jesus, dude. I mean, that's enough for yeah. any one person to deal with. Like, he deserves what he has now. He you know he finally he got the rights to the world class footage and all Hell that. Yeah. And, you know, he sold that shit to WWE, and he moved his family to Hawaii and just lives on an island. I mean, and there's, just, worse, places, freaking, there's worse places to live. He, was, he, lives, he was freaking barefoot in the show, but he, he's like, always he's barefoot. like, I'm barefoot. He's always he's barefoot. He's barefoot in the ring. Yeah. yeah. But, like, the story about the kick oh, to Buddy Roberts' mouth. His fucking teeth. Uh, uh, Go get a shot. I don't want says you might want to get that looked at. He don't like to brush his teeth. Had to get one. And that that's the least surprising story about Buddy Roberts I've ever heard. Gross, dude. Like Ugh. fucking hell! But do you see the mat? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's uh, so awesome. Sometimes WWE has the right idea. Yeah. <laughs> Clean your shit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh well, don't worry about that. So yeah. <laughs> so uh, next week we Jim, Jim Crockett. Crockett. So which is another Should soft a, spot for me. Yeah. Figured so. Magnum TA is going to come up a lot. That's oh, that be, that'll definitely be, be talked deal. about. It's got to be right. Has changed the company for the. It got worse. It's he was going to be their. He was going to be their, their guy. He was going to be. Thank God they got Sting a couple of years later. Yeah, that's all I'll say. Because Dusty couldn't go forever, and they knew it. That's why he Magnum had been built up slowly but surely. Well, look, Ric Flair put some over the young guy. John Cena didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, prove that tonight. Uh, oh, never mind. We're off that horse. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to that. That's gonna be one, two, three, Wilbur. Okay, let's wrap that up on that note. Uh, you can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, and all the horse related stuff to sexy angle, uh, Corey over there and his fantasies. Say one thing the wrong way once. No. I know maps. Uh, you can go to uh, all the social medias on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, and uh, maybe Hive soon enough. But you can find us at NoSo Entertainment or NoSo ENT. Give us a follow, a like, a request, uh, a review, all that good jazz. Uh, you can listen to us and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. <laughs> and like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. Touch me, Wilbur.